0: Hi, I'm Roxanne and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years. And now with my cousin, Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not so favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, 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 guys. Welcome back and happy Thursday afternoon. All right, guys. So I know we're jumping right into the Vanderpump Rules of it all, but this week we tried something new and it was super exciting. Hopefully you guys were able to join us last night. If you weren't on Up and Adam 2, our second channel, our sister channel, we did a Vanderpump Rules after party last night from our kitchen where Jason made a couple cocktails. We talked about the show and it was more so of like a raw take on what we're about to do today which is really kind of more formally recap the show so if you didn't check it out go check it out and then of course we're going to be doing that for new jersey and vanderpump rules and then tomorrow morning we'll talk about more of that in our morning meeting yes it's so much to remember right now guys but i'm not going to just bore you with this so if you guys haven't already go ahead smash the like button do all the youtube stuff if you're listening to this on the podcast make sure you leave a rating a review and let's welcome Jason. Hi.
1: Hi. Okay, so much fun, that after party. You literally almost got 100 people in the room, which means I would have had to do a handstand for one minute, okay? So people were like chanting that. Like, I don't know. I never want to do it again.
0: But okay, that is not how that works. (laughs) That's not how
1: that works. But I'm just kidding. I had so much fun. We actually made a cocktail from Pump. Not the exact cocktail, but one that... Cocktail. I I, I want to say cocky so bad because today is Miami Day and I'm thinking about Marisol Patton and, and cockies oh. and all that stuff. Um all I want is just to watch Marisol Patton drink, sip on her cockies. Well, that's that then t- tune into the Real Housewives of Miami because that's exactly what you see. But I had fun. <laughs> we made I made my own version of what's called the Pump and Glory at uh Pump, which a uh, drink they sell at Pump. And it's fantastic. I couldn't remember the exact recipe, but I think mine might taste better. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, That was fun. It It was fun. Thank you for joining us. If you missed it, that's in the description below. Also, behind the scenes with Sheena going into Premiere Day, that is also in the description below. If you want to check that out on our other channel.
0: It's been a lot of fun, guys, the other channel. Before we get into the Vanderpump Rules recap of it all, because the other channel really serves as a more behind-the-scenes take on everything that we're already doing anyways so it's just more content but more behind the scenes like we're not just in the studio it's not so it's not so just like put your back up put your chest out let's go let's get ready yeah it's it's more it's more fun it's
1: kickback it's casual i gotta get used to our morning meetings because my mind doesn't doesn't go on to like you know, going live that early and like thinking, oh, not people me. watching, interacting get, with chat. I'm like on the emails. We're trying to plan actually a trip to New York and
0: LA right now. So it's just, I get my crazy. chops wet. I get super excited. I feel like I'm ready to go. But then also, you know what, too? It's like, I get it. I, you stay up all night and you last, and then I crash. Like last night, I was crashing and I have to get used to this new schedule because we've added like, <laughs> I think we've added like seven or eight videos a week to our channel. Yeah. And it's with that. I, I'm a little overwhelmed with the. 60s. Hey, it's,
1: but, it's, it's all great, no but complaint. we got to get into the Vanderpump rules of it all because we are on episode two of what I think is going to be the best season of Vanderpump rules that
0: we've seen in a long time. I think it's going to be the best season. honestly, First, let's just break into it. Who do you want to start with? Give us a person because then I'm just going to... I mean, this. let's let's
1: go into Tom and Tom getting ready to open Schwartz and Sandy's or do a soft opening for the Daily Mail party. Um, this was interesting, you know, because as much as their partner, Greg, was trying to push them to kind of orderly do things in the right order, get things ready... And as much experience as Tom Sandoval, I'm not going to say Tom Schwartz, but Tom Sandoval has working in the restaurant. It's like, you're a little bit behind to be 20 minutes away from having people in the door and just like, getting your shit together but it was interesting to watch them Mm. go through go through the new hires do all of that because we know that there was talk of a schwartz and sandys spinoff that got canned um there was talk about uh what vanderpump valley or valley of vanderpump or whatever the hell that was called the mature Um, cast that got canned right and i guess since this season went so well everything just got can to the side because you know you really do
0: want to focus on the one thing
1: that works and right now that is the show.
0: You know, I I don't honestly think that they were that pressed for time because I remember when I was at Tom Tom when I got hired they were doing the hiring at Pump and I walked in and they asked me they're like do you care if we do your interview because they were filming the interview for Vanderpump Rules and it was mm. Tom Tom and Lisa Vanderpump with I think it was Leo maybe who was sitting at the table the managers. Probably. So they're all sitting there and they're like, do you care if the cameras are off because the camera people are going to take a break and we'll do your interview anyways. It just won't be on camera. And I'm like, that's perfect. So <laughs> then I go in there and they're like, Hey, man, what's up? And like, so yeah, you want to be a part of this? It's going to be a good time. That was my interview. Okay. That was my interview and then lisa looked at me and she was like can you do the daily mail party i said yes absolutely when we said last night that i had a trip booked to florida one thing i remember from that daily mail party is the two toms were in the bathroom scrubbing the toilet and i remember production saying we need some shots we need to make it look like you guys are working so i'm not buying this time this time lapse i'm just not buying it that's all that was my point i think it's bullshit oh okay okay interesting yeah i
1: think it's funny because they put the the two rolls or two things of toilet paper for james to sit on at the daily mail party that was funny because if you remember when we were opening tom tom you know the dj booth was like too small to fit dj equipment it was the funniest thing because it was supposed to be at the very top but then they had to move where the dj booth was because it just didn't fit and he was stuck on like those toilet paper rolls
0: I was in there. I was doing that party. I remember where he was supposed to DJ. So you guys will never see this, but there's a little door up above the bar. When you first walk into TomTom Tom, and that door was it's like right next to the kitchen. Originally, there was supposed to be a DJ booth that could go up there that would be DJing from the top floor, but it was too small and he couldn't put his stuff in there. So he had to go into like the little manager office and sit on toilet paper and DJ from there. Plus, when we opened the door, remember, they got that really fancy fog machine from the bar. Yes, yes. And- it fogged out the kitchen because that little window was up there. So just all everyone's cooking. And then it's just like, nobody can see.
1: I think also that might've been one of Tom and Tom's like creative ideas. Cause mm. they do have a lot of great ideas. Tom has a lot of eccentric kind of out there uh, ideas, you know, and even just going back to one of the scenes they showed of how Tom, I want to make sure the ice goes here and the sink goes here in the bar. And Lisa's like, Okay, you're talking to Ken who's opened like 36 bars, right? He knows exactly where the ice is going to be put and where everything else is going to go. Just like calm it down. And do you remember how they wanted to do all of these, like the shots where they can take the glasses home or those handcrafted cocktails that take too long? When you are in that nightlife environment, people want quick. They just want to like come up, get their vodka soda and enjoy the environment. Um, But I do love the passion behind what they're trying to do. But I think they might be a little in over their heads when you're running a restaurant, no?
0: I, I mean, listen, I understand the passion for any project. You need the execution. Like right now, with us working on the what's and stuff like that, it's a great, it's a passion project. There's a lot of there's a lot to it, but you still need somebody who can come in and bring that to life. And I agree with him. I think that these two, I don't want to say that anybody's in over their heads. But just because you are able to fund something doesn't mean that you are the person who should be running that. There are a lot of people who have gotten inheritances or they put all of their life savings and they're like, you know what, we're going to move to Missouri and we're going to open up a new restaurant. And then two years later, they're filing Chapter 7 bankruptcy.
1: Listen, you know, I do have to say, Shorts and Sandies looks amazing. It does look like a good time. It has that retro kind of boho vibe, you know, and... I, I really like it. I think it's cool. It's not, of course, and it's not going to be as mature or sophisticated as, as let's say, like a Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd design or a Lane design who designed TomTom. Tom. Right. Um, but I think they're off to a great start. But here's something that I, I question, okay? Um, because in the intro, in the preview, the intro, the introduction to Vanderpump Rules, where it's, you know, the... The theme song and they're going through all the restaurants which is just such a dynamic and smart way of starting the show starting at schwartz and sandy's with tom tom heading over to, to tom tom and seeing more of the cast heading down the street past pump down the sur to see the rest of the cast i think it's great but something tells me that maybe schwartz and sandy in some capacity will be joining the lvp empire and the only reason I say that, and this is a, a outlandish prediction. Okay, I'm not saying this is going to happen, or it's a possibility, but it I, it's kind of a just hear me out. I feel like Lisa having conversations with Greg about how in over the head or in over their head they are, and how much they don't know. And Lisa, in a preview, having a conversation with Ken about how much money Tom and Tom are putting into this restaurant. I just see her at some point, in some capacity, maybe stepping in as maybe like a silent partner or buying Greg out of his part and helping fund
0: Schwartz and Sandys. Do you see that happening at all? I mean, I could totally see that. It, it seems like we're getting a build-up or a lead into something. I don't know what that is. Originally, like I told you before, um, I was hearing that they were thinking about doing a show for Schwartz and Sandy's, but they were also thinking about doing a show for pump because when they first started hiring for pump, I was signed with Wilhelmina models and we got a casting call for people who <laughs> wanted to be on reality TV, who wanted to come in and be <laughs> servers and bartenders for a restaurant. And I was like, what restaurant is this? It was pump. And I was working at sir at the time. So yes, I mean, I could see, Listen, I, I, I have see to, where she could come back in and do that. Yes. And, and,
1: it was funny just watching them try to hire like servers or bartenders and the questions they would oh. ask, you know, and shorts is very much like how, you know, I think you would hire at a Vanderpump institution, right? It's, it's definitely like if your Too personality is great, if you look great, you have that X factor. We'll, we'll find a way to teach you how to make a drink. We'll find a way to teach you how to serve. We'll find a way to give you some kind of wine knowledge or food knowledge. It's it's really just about the personality if you go to any of their restaurants. So it was just really interesting. And I'm really curious I remember, to see their staff completely hired and who they actually put in there.
0: You know what's so different too between Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz is I remember Tom Sandoval used to walk into TomTom Tom and he would walk in like he owned it, right? And Tom Schwartz would walk in and be like, Hey, man, um, I was thinking I'm probably going to grab like a water or something. Is that okay? Do you care if I grab a water? And I'm like, it's not my bar. I don't care. Do you want a <laughs> water? You want a water? He's like, man, I, I it's, it's okay. Actually, I don't, you don't have to do that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even asked. And I'm like, dude. And then the other Tom is like, hey, can you go get us a water with like a little bit of the lime from, but like the organic lime. Dude, we ordered that. It came all the way from Malaysia.
1: Very different. Yeah, it sounds great. But money gets spent so fast. Even Greg was talking to Lisa. You're losing $1,000 a day every day you don't open. You're losing so much money. And I just feel like now that we are putting Schwartz and Sandys in the intro of Vendor Pump Rules, if Lisa were to step in as... A partner, a business partner. She might already be a silent business partner. We don't know. Right. But it would be an investment into the show because now we can start pooling different staff from the different restaurants. I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe it's wishful thinking. And I
0: wish that would happen. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is wishful thinking, but we'll, listen, we'll have to wait and see. Guys, let's let's keep this moving. Um, Again, don't forget to show some love. Now, I wanted to ask you, and I talked to you a a little bit about this last night, but Katie keeps referring to this bar as the other woman. I feel Mm -hmm. like I can relate to this and I can't a little bit. And I think that there are a few problems here, like inconsistencies with the way that Katie is feeling, which I really feel like is effed up because you shouldn't say that someone's feelings are inconsistent. Well, you can say that. Yeah, you can. Anyways, getting back to it. Katie is opening up this something about her sandwich shop with Ariana, right? She's sitting yeah, here talking we about... we haven't heard a lot of yet. We haven't heard a lot about it. And she's talking about all of the issues and how, you know, much time it's taken from her relationship with Tom, opening this other bar, this bar with Tom. Well, you would think that you would have a little bit more understanding, compassion if that was really the problem, you would think that you would have a little bit more understanding considering you are about to go through the exact same process, gut out a restaurant, turn it into a sandwich shop, not just a sandwich shop, but a chic sandwich shop with designers and wine and all of this other stuff. Like you're about to go through the exact same thing. So if it was really the bar, you would think that you would give somebody a little bit more grace, which makes me think it wasn't actually the bar who was the other woman. Then you have Tom Schwartz, who of course comes out and says, Yes, I've up multiple times in our marriage and cheated so it's like okay there was multiple other women it wasn't just Schwartz and sandys that makes sense
1: yeah there were a lot more problems it wasn't just Schwartz and sandys that was the demise of no. that relationship i mean obviously we've seen them not be able to communicate on several counts you know in the past few seasons so i i just don't think that was uh, yeah that was yeah. not the reason I did love the scene though a little bit between um between Between Katie and Katie and Lala because they are kind of bonding over moving on. And it was interesting to like hear their takes. Katie's like, man, I haven't Lala was like, hey you have your tits are great. Your ass looks good. And she's like I no one's complimented my tits and ass since that's why I'm divorced. (laughs) You know? So I think it was kind of an interesting scene to see how Katie has moved on and still the struggle that Lala is having on or having moving on from Randall who if I ever dated Randall it would take me point zero 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 one second to move on from that funny looking fellow
0: that's not nice but no I, I get what you're saying too I think for Katie I think that when you're in a relationship and you're so used to people talking about you a certain way or talking to you a certain way or not wanting to get intimate when you're in your bedroom alone together. All of those things go through your head. And then I think that affects your confidence. It either boosts it or it hurts it. Yeah. And I think for Katie, we've seen this you know relationship be very tumultuous, a lot of ups and downs. And we've seen Tom Schwartz cheat in the past. And that can't be great for the ego for Katie. So I think now she's like, you, I'm learning to love myself. And that's how, that's good. I, I'm i all for it. And then for Lala, Wallace had to learn how to love herself anyways before the Randall Emmett of it all because she's had to be on this sobriety journey. So she's... Luckily, I think the sobriety journey has contributed to this path for her. This path being a little bit more easier. And I don't think it's an easy path by any means.
1: No, not at all. Especially when she broke down about... You know, going through all of this, the first thing that she wants to do is like go grab a drink, you know. But she said that she needs to save all of that extra energy that she would waste on doing something casual like that, and put it into her kid. And I think that's great. I mean, the the fact that she's sticking by this for so long and going through all of these situations, I have to applaud that journey because that's such a that's such a big journey.
0: Yeah, I would not want to. And last night she was saying that Randall Emmett is already engaged to this new broad. I was like. Ay, 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 Lord ay. have mercy Andy Cohen Poor girl, Andy, <laughs> <Cohen> <laughs> who this new- you. <laughs> Andy was like is he going to buy her a fake diamond ring too because you remember Ouch. Lala's big diamond was fake yes
1: yes yeah. that's because they didn't get it from Kyle Chan design um, I do have to say like Katie and Tom though it seems like it seems like there's kind of some I don't know what it is it's not animosity but it's it's almost like Katie, like Tom wants to show Katie the bar. There's still kind of some unfinished like stuff there. You can see, you know, like Katie blames the bar for their relationship being whatever. Tom wants to prove that he can actually do something. It's like, wait, why does it matter? Because the biggest problem in that relationship, according to Tom was that he didn't listen to Katie. Like he actually didn't listen and hearing and listening are so different. They're two different things. So I thought that was funny. I'm interested to see how this communication will carry through the rest of the season and if it gets worse, if it gets better, um, just as, as we move forward.
0: Well, you see somebody, for him, he, I think he looks at her like, almost like, I still love you. You're my best friend. You're like my roommate. Like, we're supposed to, are we not, are you not picking up Taco Bell tonight and we're going to watch movies? Like, he still wants to share, like, friend moments with her. And she's like, I want a man. Right? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she's like to... ready. Yeah. Panning over, I thought it was interesting the conversation between Lala and Lisa Vanderpump because Lala has a way of talking to Lisa that most of the other staff would absolutely never. And when she does, she I mean, she cusses, she has a potty mouth, she's like we're supposed to be friends, Lisa. And the way that Lisa jumped into the conversation with Lala in this episode, it gave me housewives vibes. Like it was, it reminded me of when the yeah. ladies were asking Erica, Did you know about Tom? And Lisa was like, How could you not know, Lala? And Lala's like, You were supposed to be my friend. And I was like, It was, oh, it was
1: crazy because it, it, Lisa didn't waste any time jumping in and passing some judgment and saying, You know what? In the back of your mind, at some point, you, Had to have known. You had to have known, right? So it was interesting, but it was interesting the way, like you just said, that Lala kind of goes back, even stopping Lisa mid-sentence, like putting her hand up, you're supposed to be my friend. And I was like, this is very Housewives-ish. I could watch these two ladies on a show together. That's not Vanderpump Rules. And I, Lala has the capability of, she has like that Housewife kind of vibe, you know? Yeah.
0: She knows how to do reality TV. Yeah,
1: I'm here for it though. So. I
0: like that. Good for you, Lala.
1: Do you think though that Lisa questioning Lala? Do you think there was some kind of? I mean, there was no viciousness behind it. There was n- none of that. But I do have to agree. No, I. You think know, I was I, I was in a relationship before you for three and a half years. Cheated on the whole time. Okay, everyone knew. I knew. It's in the back of your head. You know. But when you want to make something work so much, it's like you're trying to you know, mask it a little bit. And I think that's where Lisa was coming from. She's like, look, you had to have some kind of inkling of what was happening or who this
0: guy was. I think that Lisa is smart as a producer and she knows that even though Lisa probably has already had many off-to-the-side conversations about all of this with her, I think that She's asking on behalf of the fans. She wants to make sure that the fans get what they want and they get the answers that they're looking for while they're watching the show. And this is something that the fans want to know. How did you not know? It's one of the biggest narratives Surrounding Lala, everyone keeps saying to her, you you lose your man how you get your man. You got your man when he was married to somebody else and he was in a relationship. He just had young kids. Guess what? You lost him the same way. Everybody is looking to attack Lala and cast stones at her. So I could see where Lala would be thrown off a little bit by this because she probably feels like after getting in the relationship with Randall that gave her a different sort of notoriety and respect where she could sit at that table with Lisa Vanderpump and she was no longer an employee. She was a part of the table Now that Randall's gone, she still holds that as if that's like a title. Like I earn my seat at the table, right? Okay, rightfully so. And I think that they have a lot of conversations off camera. And Lala did not expect one of those conversations to be this, but on camera. (laughs) Boom.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I have to agree with you. Now, speaking of couples that we're seeing a lot of demise of relationships and people are already questioning whether Tom and Ariana are in a good place in the relationship we know that they're still together yeah they're actually a great couple yeah but you can see how the not only the restaurant opening and getting Schwartz and Sandy's off to where it needs to be but also he has this cover band Tom Sandoval and the most extras I think that's exactly what it's called right which is great yeah she's like I quality time is my love language and we want to spend more quality time together. I need to spend more quality time with him. So hopefully with the bar being open, you know, I mean, the work doesn't stop, but it might get a little easier here. Then we go on to another couple. Let's talk about James and Allie. How do you think this is going to pan out at the end? Because Allie seems like a really smart girl. And the way she has already kind of introduced herself to Raquel, and we have that kind of, not exactly a friendship, but a kind of truce of like, We can talk. We don't have to be awkward or weird around one another.
0: I didn't realize, and I don't want to call this controlling. Okay. On Jameson. I didn't realize how much he likes to, like, suggest. Like, Ali, no, you know, wear that purse. Wear that bag with that. Wear those shoes with that. No, don't wear that. No, what are you thinking? Like, I feel like he does a lot of, like, I don't... Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't think that this a lot is going of yeah, no, a I lot of that,
1: suggestive hints for sure. I, yeah, I mean, I think that. It, there's it's not, crazy,
0: though, because I anything he would say, I'd probably do the opposite. You want me to wear that dress, I'm going to wear that one. You know what I right, mean? Right, but I feel like for him, too, I think that there's some people, sometimes certain personalities, they, I don't want to say pray, but they look for another type of personality to be in a relationship with because they can dominate that relationship or that situation. Yeah, they can
1: control it a little bit. But this is a different person. This is not Raquel. And no offense to Raquel, but Raquel was... She even admitted on the date to Peter, she was like, you know, James used to pay for everything. That's a form of control, because if he pays for it, then she can't really say anything. And she has to go along with whatever James says. Allie isn't like this. So I wonder if he has his work cut out for him going ahead and
0: moving ahead. I think that he he, listen, he'll have his work cut out for him. But she still has that that Ali still has that nice. The thing is, is she's entering into James's world. So James gets to sort of coach her, guide her. These are my friends. This is my world. And give her a taste of something that she's not used to, which is like the glitz, the glamour, the Vanderpump Rules premiere party, seeing yourself on TV. All of your friends and your family are now texting you about it. You're famous. Oh my gosh. And it's all over social media. <laughs> what are they texting exactly? That's what I yeah. want to know. Like, What what do you think Allie's family is texting her right now? But, are well, they look, saying run? Saying, <laughs> right, exactly. The, but my point is, is that. like... He's like giving her a taste of that, but then now he can turn around in like three months, and if she doesn't, you know, do stuff the way that he wants to, he can be like, "Then you won't be on the show because I'm DJ James King Kennedy, and you'll never have a future on a." It's so show funny, like this, even like on his
1: show like this, even on his confessionals, it's he sounds like a character from like Little Britain. He's like, you know, the conversation, get it of me, and I'm just like, what is happening, like. It, there's so much energy in every confessional with James. I think we were talking about that last year when we were
0: recapping, but he has so much. It's he does so much like boom. I, I, think, boom. I think he's great. <laughs> he's great reality TV. I feel like he took a page out of Jax's book. Jax would say some really stupid, horrendous things um about whoever he was dating, not caring if the parents and stuff were going to see. And it would always make me cringe because you still have to acknowledge the parents when you get off of reality TV, but it makes for great reality TV. And I think James has picked up on that. In my behind the scenes with Sheena and Allie, I even asked her, I'm like, have your parents seen this? How are they going to react when he's saying, it's not like I wanted the same ass in my bed every single day, but it'd be really good. And I'm like, "Her, You know
1: what though? The thing is, is you get, you get TV, James, right? Because we talk about the characters and the the." the personalities that are more put on when the cameras are turned on like i mean let's admit this even us right when we get off here we're not gonna be like hey adam let's talk about vanderbump rules you know what i mean it's it's very they have personalities that they put on for the camera james isn't necessarily like that in real life from what i've gathered from times i've interacted with james i know maybe you have different stories but yeah it's it's very kind of I would be afraid to be Ali's family right now because I I wouldn't know what direction this would head in, but he seems pretty infatuated with her.
0: Yeah, I think he seems infatuated with her. I think that this is going to last for a little bit, but I think she's going to find a little bit more of her voice faster than what Raquel did because Raquel is a totally uh, different person right now. Raquel is a different...
1: I don't know if I'm... I don't know. I don't know because she might be proving everyone right here because now Raquel is this like... I don't remember kissing Peter. I I had too much to drink. I cried. What's not going to last and what didn't last was Peter and Raquel. That produced r- little relationship which so you know bad. what? I wonder if Peter actually thought I know Raquel didn't think this was going to go anywhere but maybe Peter was like may I kind of like her.
0: You know? I mean Of course he kind of liked her. Do you think so? Yes. All right. Well, I mean, like, he's he's a kind guy. He's a gentleman. The only person who wasn't you know? in on this was Peter. I think he's a gentleman, too. I think that his ass got used.
1: Uh, do you think we'll see him the rest of the season now that this Raquel storyline is over?
0: Yeah, at the finale party when he's walking around smiling, taking the camera's on him. You're so stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's when you're going to see him. It was interesting because Peter and Raquel went to this place called La-,
1: La Boheme, which we talked about this on the after party, which is yeah. this a staple in West Hollywood it has gone through so many ownerships and so many changes. And it was like, Holy shit. We've been there so many times when it was different. Um, but they go to La OM and Raquel is telling Peter that she just doesn't know who she is. And now she, she's single. She needs to find out who she is. And then she starts crying because the Miss California pageant didn't go well. And Donald Trump set an age of 27 where You can't compete after that, which I think is actually 28, but that might be for Miss Universe. I'm not sure. This was Um, a lot. This was very intense. And then she starts crying and I'm like, okay, this is a whole new Raquel. We got a sweet, soft-spoken, kind of like oblivious, maybe semi-naive Raquel, right? Before. Now we have a Raquel who's like getting sloppy with the drinks she literally the way she ended it with peter at the daily mail party was like peter i need to talk to you you know what this isn't a thing i'm done that's it how do you feel and when he was like you know what i absolutely agree because lisa just what what did they say on the show 74 seconds before had a conversation with peter and you really can't date someone in your workplace especially when you're their boss in the restaurants like it just doesn't happen we had a similar well situation. you also
0: can't take shots behind the bar but they let that happen so. <laughs> yeah this is true this is true um but i i was
1: interested i i thought they would last at least three episodes but we made it to the end of the second episode before they got done mm.
0: Mm. 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 what else you got what else you got jay
1: well did you see Taka shame at the party yeah. Schwartz and Sandy's? Because she was just at the premiere with you and um Yes, yeah. I have to send her our photo together from the premiere. She asked me, but Yes. Nice that she's making her moves. Love it. Um mm. I want to say that I'm really I'm kind of excited. You know, this was episode two, and we kind of got this little wait, hold on. Can I go back to Raquel? Did you hear Ariana compare Raquel to like Forrest Gump? Yes.
0: <laughs> Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> it took off the brace, and you could walk. And oh, Lord, have mercy! I, I can't. Um, I don't think
0: she meant to do it the way that you immediately like where your mind went. Of like, did you? Just- I know it was just kind of funny though. Like, I was, I was
1: just thinking, like, how does this compare? How does Raquel compare to Forrest Gump and, and this story? Anyway, mm-hmm. yes. You know, this is episode two. We're just getting into the jive. Episode one, I was just like we are back and it seems like we're back with a vengeance like Vanderpump Rules is back right and then this episode we're kind of getting into it we had the opening of Schwartz and Sandys I'm really curious because I know there's so much that's going to happen this season a lot of blow ups um we have Sheena of course getting married Which Sheena it almost seems like she's has like has taken
0: maybe just a step back so far this season well she was talking about that a little bit yeah she she's still full-time you know in on the show, well, let's see what episode three looks like because yeah. Charlie, we haven't really seen that's um, fine. We don't need I to feel
1: see like, her. Char- I have already forgotten that she was even on the show last season, so we don't, I, I don't like, think that we need her. Around.
0: Yeah, but honestly, I feel like we're focusing a lot on Raquel and Lala, really, which is wild because I never thought we would ever focus on Raquel. I know, right? It's it's weird. It's that Forrest Gump story. You know, here
1: we are. It's that
0: that Forrest Gump story. (laughs) It's that
1: Forrest Gump story. Adam, I want to ask you, and I want to ask like the live chat or anybody watching this replay, what are we most... Like, if you could choose
0: one thing you're most excited to see the rest of the season, what are you excited to see? I think, honestly, I want to see how this is all going to play out. If the Raquel and tom schwartz thing seems organic or if it seems like super pre-produced but i don't really feel like too much of this with raquel is too pre-produced i felt like the peter situation was but i do think we're, we see a girl who was very young felt like she was in love and this was all unfolding on tv she didn't i mean think about it she went straight from living with her parents to going and going to school to being in this relationship that's all over tv with this guy who was controlling Right now, she's out on her own. She's trying to pay her own rent and she doesn't know what to do. She's leaning into different people to kind of figure out this journey. That's why we see her with a Peter, we see her with the Tom Schwartz. we see her with Oliver Saunders, who's Garcia's son. Yeah. I mean,
1: she's like running around. Just, I want to see you know, her journey. It's kind of like just getting a little tapas everywhere. You know, she's mm-hmm. kind of taking a taste of everything and seeing what she likes. And who can blame her? She's been stuck with James for how many years? So we get it. Um, I have to say, I'm just. It's funny because Lisa Vanderpump hasn't been on Beverly Hills Housewives for a while, right? Right. Everyone really misses her there. Whether she chooses to come back this season or not, I really hope she does because we have the storyline with Garcelle um, and her son. And we know that they filmed together for Vanderpump Rules. It would be interesting to take that dynamic into the show. And you can only hope. But one thing that Lisa is really good at is kind of keeping that mysteriousness, you know, and. In Vanderpump Rules, since we don't get to see Lisa all the time, it's nice when we get to see her opulence and her Villa Rosa and we get to that. see her her little comments and her conversations. Like She is very much missed on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I hope we can see her on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But Vanderpump Rules, it brings an audience not just because of the cast, but because of the businesses she's created and you get to see Lisa and you, you don't get, get to see, see her Lisa. anywhere else.
0: <laughs> okay, what are it's, people saying? What are Charlie is dull. Raquel has a degree. She should work in her field. Can't oh, wait to see does. more Sheena, The Wedding in Summer Moon. Yes, The Wedding. Wait, the was Raquel wedding. the deciding factor for Oliver's split? Um, I don't think that she was the deciding factor. I think that he got caught cheating on his wife with a lot of people. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think she was either, from what. Ebony said, how can you forget Charlie? Adam Charlie is the first person on Adam's artwork. Jason always forgets Charlie. He goes Charlie who?
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice her.
0: Yeah. See? See? Okay, no, I think that that was a a pretty... It was a solid episode. Episode two was solid. I think we're going to get into a pretty great season. I cannot wait. I'm loving the editing and vanderpump rules baby next week we'll be back for our vanderpump rules after party back in the kitchen with no Jason we won't we won't new- be back next week for
1: the after party the week after i'm gonna be in uh, dc slash potomac next week so
0: that should be fun next week i'll be back for vanderpump rules after party in the kitchen <laughs> oh shit <laughs> now that so, i'd love to you- see
1: Get ready for that, guys, because it's going down. And Are you going to make a cocktail? Because remember the last time you made a Bloody Mary, you put, like, literally a salad on top of tomato juice and then dumped vodka all over it. I made it nice.
0: <laughs> okay. So, with that, um, join us tomorrow morning. We have our morning meeting at 9.30 a.m. on Up and Atom 2. Of course, we also have a few other lives. We have Real Housewives of Miami, maybe Hot Messy Topics. And then Kim D will be joining us from the Real Housewives of New Jersey will be joining us tomorrow. And of course, we know that Jen Shaw, tomorrow is the day that she surrenders herself. There, tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow, Friday's a big day. So Jason, take it away. I love you guys. Thank you to everyone in the live chat and thank you to everyone who watched and listened. Thanks
1: guys for being here and we can't wait
0: to see you tomorrow. Bye guys.
1: Bye everyone.